the number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you, Renegade Talk Radio. Good morning, world. Hi, everybody. Hi, We're talking to all the tutti fruities out there. And there's a shitload of tutti fruities out there. Hi, Marla. With the booby booby. You know what? You know what an American got to Booby booby. You got no fucking talent. Want to touch my booby? God. Anyway, welcome to Renegade Talk Radio, where we don't sugarcoat what, Mark? A lot of booty want out to get married out there. Well, where the hell? Where did you find this guy? He's eating the tomatoes off the vine that I planted. Oh, I put some. Geez. I put some dope in there. DDG. Anyway. Well, this is uh, dedicated to all the tutti fruities out there. They still want to get married? And we got there a, are we, plenty. Yeah, we got uh, uh, quite a few of them. The bob, bob, booty, the bob, booty, booty. Easy Daisy. She knows how to love me, yes indeed. But you don't know what she do to me. Well, good morning, good afternoon to wherever you may be, all you tutti fruities out there, thinking where your next meal's coming from, or if you're gonna have shelter. Dance indoors or out. I know. Raining or not raining. A little bit of a little Richard. A little bit of Richard from 1954, 1955. A little bit of a little Richard. A little bit of a little Richard, yeah. I'm taking speech therapy lessons. Good. Somebody told me I speak incorrectly. Yes, you do. Yeah, I know. Anyways, what's new, Mark? I'm hungry. We've been off the air for a while. I'm hungry. Thursday, the cannabis lady here, Queen of Cannabis here in Orange County. Mm hmm. You ate all her brownies. Right the weekend. Uh, She even came by on the weekend. Yeah, she likes coming over here now. (laughs) This is a fun place to be. Because we always have the young boys over here. Speaking of Tutti Fruities, we've got quite a collection this year out there on the front patio. Yeah, we got got Kevin, Mike. Steven, yeah, all kinds we of young boys. We got all these guys, a lot of young booty. We got Rochelle. We got Casey, who makes twenty women look tame. Anyway, yeah, we have a lot of people coming over here. It's like Party Central here at this house. It is Party Central yeah, it's here. Party Central. Haven't you learned yet? Well, it would be. If, if Mark's house would be Party Central if he had if a he stupid patio. If you put that stupid-ass front outside door kitchen that you're f- supposed to have there a Marla, year ago. He's a cheap bastard. He's a, you know what he is? That's he's a buffoon. He he's a buffoon. He's out there yeah. watering the lawn. He's, he's hated, to rip he, up. He's hated in the neighborhood. He's number he one is. hated and I'm yeah. number two. <laughs> anyway, we have some news to talk about. Crew. Uh, Are you guys done? Oh, uh, yeah. We're done. All right, let's get on to the story. Then. Well, I was trying to, but you just on me. You just interrupted me again like you normally do and the other one does, both of you. Anyway, Southwest Mark, Airlines flight attendant reportedly removed a baby from her parents' care mid-flight after witnessing the mother slapping her cryo child. Shut The cryo child? Cry- no one knows the cryo child was that's crying. Why I'm spe- <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm taking speech therapy. Anyway, Flight 879 was en route to Albuquerque from Dallas on Monday. When the incident occurred, the flight attendant did return the one-year-old girl to the parents just before the plane landed. Here's her kid. Our flight attendants do Flap. great. Our flight attendants do great customer service. Southwest Airlines said, but Jet Fu has other problems when they fly down the uh, say, the at beer. Lisa didn't jump down the slide with well, her, we, although she would may have enjoyed that. In this case, it was a baby that was upset, and the flight attendant asked the mother if she wanted help with the baby. Yeah, take the fucking thing. And the mother said, take this freaking monster. Anyway. You can't even hit your kid anymore. 
I know. Well, you can't tranquilize them either. I mean, what are you going to do? No, you tranquilize them before. <laughs> give them some Xanax. I was kidding. But no, you give them some Xanax seriously. before you get on the plane. Well, you know, you're supposed to give your, your cat, if you're going to put them under the seat, oh, some I kind understand. of tranquilizer. Mm-hmm. They could just do that with your I think kid. she needs one. No, yeah, she does. <laughs> it's I, called baby Xanax. If anybody gives me a Xanax, I will oh, not be God. sitting upright anymore. Anyway, so if you're going to be taking your kid on a plane, make sure the kid is passed out before you get on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Give before, me these, sh- before these tutti frutties grab them. And when their ears stop, start popping... Teach Just the, give him a couple of shots of whiskey. You know, you ever notice on Southwest they always dance to the music and they sing rap songs and things? Yeah. And then now they take babies from uh, customers. Oh. Well, that's good because next time I fly with you, I can pass you off to. But we got another one <laughs> talking about babies. Texas seems they have a shitload of babies. Okay, babies. There's a lot of Proud babies. babies. Yeah, there's a, a lot of yeah, there's a lot of babies <laughs> happening every year. They're added to the happening. households of an estimated 1.5 million illegal immigrants in Texas alone. How many now? If you shut up, you know, girl. 1.5 million. (laughs) 1.5 million? 60,000 babies to 1.5 million illegal immigrants. All they have to do is fuck. That's about it. They're worse than rabbits. Wait, 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 hold on. Here's the thing. We're paying for this. No. Boo. I mean, they don't. All the tutti frutti out there. They don't have insurance. They don't have insurance. They don't have insurance. What's insurance? I don't know. Do they have insurance? I don't think so. In the article on Sunday's edition, the paper suggests that the move by some Republicans to press for changes to the 14th Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, which, by the way, Renegade Nation, is gaining speed. Preventing automatic citizenship for babies born to illegals could have a special resonance in Texas. That's right. That's uh, that's right. Here's all the tutti frutti. Anyway, the pulling the pin on the immigration grenade. He said it's all about the November elections and continuing to use the immigration issue as a wedge to win votes this fall. The paper reports that Parkland Memorial Hospital delivers more of the babies than any other hospital in the state. Well, shut it down then. Well, no more babies. Deliver them back over the border. Last year at Parkland, 11,071 babies were born to women who were non-citizens of yeah, the United that's States. that's a lot of babies. I want to know the uh, ratio of citizens. About 74% of total delivery. Wow. That means 20... 20- Four percent is that right? Am I right? Twenty four percent are American citizens. What's going to happen to these kids? They're going to turn. What do you mean? What's going to happen? They're going to be your gardener. What else? (laughs) They're going to watch your kids become nannies. Are they all going to become drug drug? No, don't be a racist, Marla. I, I can't help it. They strap a blower to their backs at one. I heard you have to go to school to learn how to do that in Irvine. You have to be certified. Certified by a certified blower? Certified. <laughs> Marla's a certified blower. Aren't you a certified blower? She no, doesn't have enough me. lung air. Yes, she does. She's fine. She knows how to fit the, those big blowers, those big things that they blow around. Yeah. Hmm. Look at her Where's face. Anyway, going? whatever. But to uh, say they're violating the law and we're giving these children the benefit of U.S. citizenship. Who said that? Oh, hey, Representative I Leo Berman. That. Huh? Me, I believe uh, that. He's the uh, Republican out of Tyler whose 2009 bill in the legislature would have challenged the birthright of immigrant children. I bet, I bet he won't be reelected. I hope he is. <laughs> I've checked the congressional record for when the 14th Amendment was written, and the author was quoted as saying that it did not apply to foreigners. 
Really? Well, then if you're not a U.S. citizen, who the hell are you? Okay, no, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> what it means is, is that... Oh. Wait a minute. Listen, Marla. I know I'm not... Calm down. What it means is <laughs> if me and you are married and we have uh, sex and we have a baby, that baby that came from us, because we're legal citizens, now becomes an American. Yes. Not with foreigners. So they changed it and they lied and BS'd us. So and we're surprised. Yeah, and so we're, we're surprised yeah. because you wait till we see the other articles we're going to be talking about because we will not be surprised. Okay, we're going to say this again. The bill, <laughs> this bill in committee, although, okay, they, if you check the congressional record, I'm going to read this verbatim for when the 14th Amendment was written and the dun, author dun, was dun, quoted. Dun, dun. The author was quoted as saying that it did not apply to foreigners. There's no question in my mind about it. That's plain and simple. And no question in my mind. So if you're a I have no question. If you're a foreigner and you're in this country, that means the baby's illegal, period. But that's why we have open borders. That's Who called race, that? racism. Who told you that? The fucking Democrats and the Republicans. <laughs> open borders so we have labor. Yeah, you know, if you, okay, if you want to read the entire story, go to the uh, Dallas Morning News website. You can uh, look more about that. But again, the 14th Amendment, Renegade Nation, when it was written, the author was quoted as saying that it did not apply to foreigners. That means that these it's people are... are, are foreign are illegals. Illegal, Hello? and the babies are illegal. God, what the hell's wrong with us? So even if they're here in the United States legally, but they're not citizens, they're foreigners, that That's child right. then would not be a citizen. Correct. Yes. Hey, hey, Yay. I needed a third grade education to figure that one out. <laughs> You're California. California I'm educated. That's right. Hallelujah, brother. Okay, now this is what these Mexican women should be doing, and then we're going to take a break after this. Half of the women would give up sex idea. rather than gain 10 pounds. Yeah. Damn. Of course they would. Marla, would you? Give up sex? Yeah. For, uh, for, would, you, would you give up sex rather than gain 10 pounds? What would your choice be? I'd have more sex so I wouldn't gain 10 pounds. Okay. <laughs> I like the way See? that woman thinks. See, if you have a lot of sex, you exert a lot of exercise and you lose weight. That's right. Well, it depends on who, who she's having sex with, though. For some women, weight control is more important than sex, according to a new poll of 1,000 one per people. Well, I wasn't in that. That poll. must be the blonde population. <laughs> About half of the women say they would rather go without sex for the summer than gain 10 pounds. Oh, my God. These women are nuts. A fourth of the men feel the same way. Well, oh, that's because they don't want any porky. <laughs> Look at you two. Yeah, porky, We're all porky, fat, porky, so porky. <laughs> Don't get on top of me, porky. Of course, weight loss would make them feel sexier. About 66% of people say they need to lose weight to feel sexier than they currently do. Well, all they have to do is have more sex, just, and then they won't have the weight problem. Just feel sexy. Love your body. Just buy some really hot shoes, and you'll be sexy. Yeah. Okay. Uh. What this shows <laughs> is that people are highly motivated not to gain weight, said Bruce Daggy. He's the VP of Research and Development for Nutrisystem. They recognize what it will do to their feeling of well-being and fitness. Oh Thank you, God. Bruce Daggy. Well, you know what? Why don't they just start putting in a fast food Nutrisystem place? <laughs> oh, God. You better go back to bed where you started. It's just all so stupid. No, the whole thing is stupid. Three quarters of both men and women would have been willing to give up something such as watching TV, shopping, using a cell phone, or a computer for the summer for a flat tummy. I thought you were going to say using a vibrator. Almost half say they don't diet because they don't want to give up their favorite foods. About a third of them don't want the inconvenience of dieting, and a quarter don't want to deal with the stress. Mark was shaking his head about taste. Half of the dieters have tried to lose weight within the past two years. A third have tried over the past year. There's Mark. About half say that you have to start planning in the winter, January through March, to get your body in shape for the summer. I told some people that. <laughs> 
Including you, and look at you. So, you know what, don't have sex, I really don't care. Do whatever you want. Be a fat fucking pig, walk around, think you're sexy, but don't have no, okay, here, here, that's why we play Tutti Frutti today. You're gonna walk around looking sexy, but you're not gonna have sex. Yeah. Okay, so I'm confused. I don't understand that one either. You need to keep That's that microphone up your mouth more. Women's like, it's like thinking a cock. for you. <laughs> yeah, women's thinking. So a fourth of the men think the same way, so they're just, they're pretty fucked up too. Me? Yeah, well. More sex, the better. <clears throat> I don't care about anything else. Eat. We all know. Yeah, we all know. Anyway, we're going to be coming back with some uh, great stories. Mark, what else do you have for Mark, us? Mark, there's like a sleeping bear in the chair next to you. Mark, uh, oh, there he is. He's, <laughs> he's going to grab it now. So we have to let everybody know. Oh, by the way, Thursday, this coming Thursday, uh, we will have the Queen of Cannabis of Orange County. Patty Cakes will be here to inform us of more uh, information about the uh, legalization, possibly, of cannabis. And oh, by the way, Proposition 8, for all you queer people out there and the gay people, <laughs> you will be going, no, 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 it's true. They're, they're gay. They know it. It's no big deal. I mean, we, I, first, I started the first queer network on radio to let people know really? how they feel. And, and I don't go, go pinning shit on me. Anyway, <laughs> bottom line is they, uh, they're going to have to wait to 2012, it looks like, because they're going to take it to the uh, U.S. Supreme Court because nobody can make up their minds. I could, I could care less what they do. Oh, I'd like to I don't back even care. to the Who cares? former topic, delectable edibles. Delectable edibles. Yeah, patty cakes will be here Thursday <laughs> for with delectable. With a surprise guest. Yes. 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 She always comes with surprises. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. So you're listening to Renegade Talk, RenegadeTalk.fm, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Nonstop shock radio. The station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, now we're back. Yeah, we made a mistake on the board. We're, uh, that, that, we? we? Uh, no, I did. Okay, so I made a mistake. So what? Maestro. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you hear Zsa Zsa Gabor's dying? She's going to be on the Oscar list next year. Zsa Zsa dies at 93. She'll be on the list. Yeah. Anyway. A little bit of Stray Cat Strut. Stray Cats, I think. Yeah, yeah. These were the good times, man. They were really good. All the girls strutting their asses to this song is great. I was one of them. I know, you were. You were one of everything, Marla. That's why you're all fucked up now. Yeah, I'm by, by this way naturally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the stay straight cat strut right here at FM, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie Kepler, along with Marky Mark, and of course our ever drop dead gorgeous producer, Marla, who does nothing. That's right. We just give her a title. Oh, 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 by the way, we put her on the front of the website. You can oh, see how... Look at her big tits. What am I doing? Yeah, you're just nothing. Her, you're, you're just sitting there. <laughs> like you normally do. Just sit there and do nothing. Yeah, no action shoot. Anyway, some other things that uh, you need to know about Renegade Nation that uh, you most likely will not hear on the Ostrich Media Networks, uh, especially radio and television. One United Bank, this is the one that the uh, Maxine Waters, the inquiry has been, uh, has, has had a uh, checkered pass, has Did been criticized. Yes, again. Mark. <laughs> You seen her new hairdo? No. <laughs> I don't even want to look at that woman. Man, she looks good. Anyway, uh, criticizes having a poor record of lending to people in some low-income areas. That's what the bank was put there for, and that's probably how they got their uh, little stamp of approval from the state of California and the feds, was to help out low-income minority people get loans, and they turn around and go, Fuck, Fuck you. you. It's also paid for a luxurious lifestyle for its chairman, despite you posting, You... Losses. 
Does it doesn't surprise there, me. Is there anybody that doesn't do that? So wait, wait a minute. Hold on. What they did was they took the money, the savings account and checking accounts from the low-income people, wouldn't give them a loan for when they needed the loan. They took the fucking money and went and, and party with party. it. Yeah. There you go. Yes, Mark. If they only had cookies and coffee, their profits would be up. How about Cannabis Kentucky Fried cookies? Chicken? Popeye. Churches. Damn right. <laughs> See? Brilliant. Cannabis, We're racist, by the cannabis way. Cannabis cookies. Cannabis cookies. Anyway, no. one United Bank <laughs> the financial institution at the center of a congressional ethics investigation involving Representative Maxine Waters paid for a luxurious lifestyle for its chairman, including a Porsche, a house on the Pacific Coast Highway in Santa Monica, despite his having a record that includes arrest and allegations of drug use. Doesn't everyone on PC? The bank has been criticized by regulators in Florida for Florida for having an unusually poor record of lending to people in low-income neighborhoods. It also has failed to pay back $12 million in federal bailout funds. <laughs> they forgot to fight the And we're money. only on the first paragraph. We're, this is the first two paragraphs. <laughs> it gets better, Renegade Nation. Yeah, this is a lot better. This is where you spread your fucking ass cheeks because you're getting fucked up the ass with these people. Now they're trying to cover their asses with their stupid speeches that don't mean a fucking thing. Thing until you get into the nitty gritty of the problem. And that's what we're doing here at Renegade. Remember, Miss Walters loves her constituents. <laughs> yeah, she loves you. She will protect you, but she won't give you any fucking money. She's there to represent <laughs> you. She's there to represent you in Congress. That's right. Now, the bank chairman, his name is Kevin Cohey, assembled one of the country's largest African-American-owned banks with more than a half a billion dollars in assets in a coast-to-coast -coast acquisition spree unusual for a bank focused on lower-income customers. <laughs> 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 Yet, although the bank touts itself as an institution for the underserved, its directors approved paying reportedly approved paying a reported $26,500 monthly lease for Cohe's Beach House in Santa Monica <laughs> and providing him the all-expenses-paid luxury sports car until regulators see he needed that to get the white woman. <laughs> well, they're poor, too. Nah, you get the hot ones when you pour them. They're poor. poor. Hey, it's like Shaft, man. Hey, he is. You know what? He is hey, diversified. He's he is diversified. That's right. There are poor people in Malibu, you know. He gave all that. Money, he gave all that money to the poor white women in Huntington Beach. Remember, and, we and, talked and, about uh, Nicholas Cage losing his house down there in Malibu. That's right. See, there's people out there that're hurting. He could have helped. Uh, he could have helped him out. That's right. He's he white, he so won. we're showing. We just ain't helping the black folk. We helping the poor white. Anyway, folk. until the regulators <laughs> ordered a halt to such corporate mess. Waters' husband, Sidney Williams, served on the board of that bank from January 2004 through April of 2008. He owns th uh, 3,500 shares of the bank stock, according to the House Ethics Committee report of alleged violations. Now, Cohey's high-flying perks came despite his having been charged in 2007. Now, wake up, Renegade Nation, and listen Back to door, this. Backdoor, Charlie. Backdoor, Charlie, with felonies after his arrest by the Santa Monica Police Department on suspicion of possessing cocaine, crack cocaine, and concentrated cannabis, According to the L.A. County <laughs> District Attorney's Office, the case was dismissed for lack of evidence. The next year after Coey completed a drug diversion program. Oh, he, oh. he got off easy. Yeah. He just Everybody converted. else goes to fucking jail. Oh, drug How's diversion. How do this? Drug That's diversion. why they call him Backdoor Charlie. Now. Backdoor Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> he also, oh, by the way, was arrested again in 2007, Mark and Marla, after a woman filed a complaint alleging that Coey had forcibly sodomized her. That was his counselor. <laughs> <laughs> after, yeah, the drug after counselor. After he did too many lines of coke. <laughs> 
Uh, it only gets better. Oh, We're only oh, halfway yeah. done. Now, now, listen to this. Now, let's say that you get arrested for uh, sodomizing a woman, forcibly sodomizing her, or a guy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Prosecutors did not pursue the assault charge. I wonder why! Because they had loans at the bank. Oh! <laughs> they're all tied in together, Marla. Yep, they are. Tied in. Yep, tied they're in. They're all tied in they're together. They're all tied up together, <laughs> too. <laughs> it's called the, the backroom boys. They're going to the dungeon. And now, they quoted uh, Kohi as saying that the arrest was utter and complete nonsense that went nowhere. Kohi could not be reached Wednesday <laughs> for comment on his arrest. Accusations that uh, Maxine Honey, who represents a heavily minority district in South L.A., dispensed special favors to One United Bank are just the latest controversy for the closely held Boston Bank that has faltered in recent years. The bank has lost more than $30 million since 2008 and has seen deposits plummet. Well, because what's his face is selling cocaine. That's how they got the money in there. I know. Yeah, he was laundering that stuff. <laughs> he was laundering money. That's right, laundering Let that Let me tell money. you something, motherfucker. I can get that in there for you, boy. Yeah. They're going, I, they're going to Wells Fargo now. I've been to the divergence program. I know how to do it and how not uh, to do yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Five uh. of One United's <laughs> ten branches are in the Los Angeles area, all in neighborhoods with largely African American populations. Good. See, see, here's the problem: the African Americans don't know what's going on with these people. They're supposed to be helping they them, and they're done. fucking them. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking them over. They don't even know they're getting fucked over I until know. they re- until they listen to this radio station. Humans suck. Unlike its peers that have typically expanded in their local markets, One United said its insights or its sites across the country to become a national bank, to be high on the hog and maybe bought out by Bank of America or Wells Fargo or <laughs> Goldman Sachs and be one of the big players. Yeah. Oh, and then their lives will turn around. But it grew, Mark and Marla, by acquiring two of LA's black-owned financial institution, Founders National Bank and Family Savings Bank, and a troubled Miami bank. Mm-hmm. That was a black bank, too, yeah. a troubled in Miami the Florida, bank. In the Florida market, One United's last two reviews by the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation produced ratings of substantial noncompliance. <laughs> <laughs> With federal well, laws. at least someone's doing their job and checking them out. Well, they're, they should only read their board minutes. What do yeah. they do in board meetings and, and this, with this bank? Cocaine. He brings the crack cocaine in. <laughs> hey, Maxine, you need me, Richie Kepler, to come in. I will help you. I will save your ass. I'll save your black ass and the rest of them from going down the toilet because I know how to run banks. Here, do, do some of this. <laughs> you know, she's a tall woman, too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're the bad people here, Marla and Mark. We're bad. You know the emails we get, how bad we are? I just sit here like the complete idiot. That now, One United has now made just three home loans over the last 31 months <laughs> <laughs> in the economically hard-hit Miami-Dade and Broward County, said Kenneth H. Thomas, an independent banking consultant. <laughs> now, he said that of the deposits raised at One United's two Florida branches, less than 10% had been loaned back to the community. Where? Typically... A 50% is needed to meet those federal requirements. The drug cartel? The co- <laughs> the co- That's what they should do is start taking them out to dinner. They already are. Yeah. <laughs> it's called laundering. I know. We'll get in trouble. Allegedly. I'm sorry. Allegedly. That's my favorite word. It's stamped on his forehead. One United has argued that is it is only being cautious in one of the most overinflated real estate markets, but that's okay to give the other guy a $65,000 fucking Porsche <laughs> and a beautiful home. And $26,000 monthly rent. rent. Yeah, that's okay, huh? but we're not going to give it to some poor family that can make the payments. Why take that risk? That's almost $300,000 a year. Yeah. 
He couldn't live in a nice little home where like 10 blocks around the corner from the bank. Look, at, when you're the chairman. <laughs> of so the he, board, he didn't want to stay in the hood. And the, no, he, he graduated from the hood, motherfucker. He's shaft. Uh, now, one United has argued that it is only being cautious in one of the most overinflated real estate markets in the country. Oh, they're cautious, you, all right. Yes, but Thomas accused the bank of using its Florida branches as a deposit outpost <laughs> while, con- uh, while concentrating on lending in other markets under the direction of heavy hitters uh, from Boston, L.A., and D.C. They're redlining our communities. Wow. Their connection between Walters and Cohey dates back to at least 2002, when the congresswoman lobbied heavily for family savings to remain black-owned when it put itself up for sale. How about that? <laughs> How come our local news channels don't bring any of this up? ABC with a big eyeball. You know why? Because they won't bring this shit up. Because why? Why? They are told not to bring it up. Mark, we've talked about it before on this radio station. Yeah, it's racism. They will attack you. They will. They will come after you. Black bank. You have to be black to be in the bank. Yeah. yeah, See, white people can't do that. Nobody brings this stuff up. They're afraid to bring it up. Afraid. Afraid. Your ass kicked. Are there any Asian banks? Yeah, they got them too. Oh, good. Anyway, Family Savings ultimately backed out of a deal with a white-owned banking firm in Illinois. <gasps> There's that word, white. And accepted a slightly better offer of about $12 million from Coe's Bank, which is black. Oh. <gasps> Crackerless. Oh. <laughs> Racism equals money. In creating one of the nation's largest African-American banks, Cohe assembled a powerful board that includes a number of wealthy Bostonians <laughs> and Washington lobbyists, Leander J. Foley, a White House advisor doing the Carter administration. Carter administration? <laughs> Damn, they're going back. Now, Cohe added glamour to the power when he acquired Founders, which was owned in part by former Lakers great Magic Avery Johnson? Magic Johnson. I knew it. See? <laughs> I knew it. A spokesperson for Johnson said he retains an investment interest in the bank, but is not involved in the day-to-day operation. That's right, because he's too busy <laughs> drinking his Starbucks coffee. <laughs> he's hanging out of his yacht. And he likes it black. I know. We're going to get in trouble for this broadcast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. We're dirty Americans. At least we're not vanilla. We're filthy. Damn, poor Miss Waters, she's just hanging around the wrong crowd. We're starting Renegade Bank tomorrow. Starting out with her own husband. <laughs> We're going to hire Mr. Coey to run our bank, Mark. I ain't going to give him that kind of rent. Renegade Bank. Damn. Renegade Bank. Here, hey, take the just, money and run. Why don't we, we just call it the uh, BB? Black hey, Bank. Anyway, in 2008, regulators concluded that One United had engaged in unsafe or unsound banking practices and violations of law. All right, so any. Uh, Is that during the anal part? Are there. <laughs> <laughs> any citations? Any shutdowns? Now, insider tracker MinorityBank.com calls One United the worst performing minority financial institution in the country. Well, you know, if you're going to be something, be the best. Be the best. Be the best you can be. Be the best you can be. The the worst of the banks in the whole country. Hallelujah. They won the honors. They got it, They came in number one. L.A.? Is this L.A. we're talking about? Yeah, L.A. Hallelujah, L.A. You go for it, You're the champs. Hey, they We are the champions, my friends. We are the champions. That's proud. They got to be proud of that. Miss Walters got to be proud of that. Now. When the economy melted down in 2008 and the government took over mortgage financial giants Franny May and Freddie Mac, <gasps> One United was hard hit. Ooh. I bet. <laughs> it lost more than $50 million in investments in the Fannie and Freddie securities. 
And they're still running the whole damn program. Now, 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 now. Maxine, Maxine arranged an emergency meeting in September 2008 with Treasury Department officials to discuss funding through the Troubled Asset Relief Program known as... Stimulus. TARP. The stimulus. The stimulus, yeah. yeah. Well, we need it to... It all failed. No, I'm all right. No, we continue, <laughs> no, no, no. We need to continue that 26735 hours or whatever he was getting every month. You cannot let this guy down. He's a very important person, oh, Marla. Really? I don't want to hear any fucking put-downs <laughs> of these people. These people are very important, and they know what they're doing, and they know how to handle money, and they know how to become <laughs> number one of the worst financial institution in the fucking country. Don't you understand that, Marla? What the fuck do I got to do to and you? And they got the money. And they got the money, Marla, because they, <laughs> right. they know what to do. Because Maxine had connections in the back room. <laughs> Maxine. Now, oh, Maxine. In response to regulatory orders, One United raised no, $17 million in private capital from Boston State Street Bank, strengthening its finances. It later obtained $12 million in bank bailout funds from the U.S. Treasury. Money it has yet to... Use prepay! <laughs> Where'd it go? I can't find the you know, money! I never see any money falling out of the sky. Where does this money go? You go there, you see. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Indeed, now, indeed. Let's get serious now. Uh, you know, I'm gonna get, uh, <laughs> Please, let's not. Yeah, One United is among just eight banks nationwide that have missed five consecutive quarterly TARP dividend payments because it's going out to Kohi with all his fancy <laughs> mansions cars. <laughs> Driving up the PCH with a white blonde with big tits. But ah! they keep giving him the money. Give me the money. Give me the money. I'll, I'll give it back to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, indeed, the House Ethics Committee has accused Maxine. There's that word. <sighs> Violating three house rules in seeking aid for the bank, given her husband's financial interest. Now, she has denied any wrongdoing. Of course. Of she's a smart woman. She's a she, smart woman. Deny, deny, deny. Hey, she's black scene. Saying she did not benefit financially and was acting on behalf of the minority, minority banks in general, not just one. And United. helping them poor people because, after all, they did get three house loans in one year. Three. <laughs> They're going up to six by next year. One, two, three. Whee! And they're all owned by Magic Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go, Mike. How's it going? We're going to send this to this bank. We're going to send it to the board of directors of the show. We're going to, we're going to, yeah, we, we're, we're going to put you on the air. We want to hear from you, and we want you to address the bank customers, patrons who put your money, who put their money in the bank, and then they wouldn't give it back to you in a fucking loan. Creeps. Yeah, and you shoved it up your nose. Creeps. The bank, though, <laughs> continues to focus on providing critical financial products and services. We want to hear from those people. In a responsible matter. Marla, don't laugh at this. This is very serious. Yeah, this is how, serious shit. What? How dare you laugh at what this bank is trying to do for its community? Haven't you noticed how the employment in the black community has gone down? You are... I hate you! <laughs> but Maxine's there for him. The bank. Blackscene. The the black scene. The bank. Well, let me get this is serious shit now, Renegade Nation. The bank continues to focus on providing critical financial products and services in a responsible manner, Mark and Marla, to underserved urban communities of Boston, Miami, and Los Angeles that have been devastated during the current economic <laughs> downturn, the statement said. That's where they go for their cup of coffee in the morning. This that, that was written by one of their lawyer friends. In 2008, when One United posted huge losses, the Massachusetts Division of Banks and the FDIC Shut launched down their coffee department. A, a review. I wonder why. Well, all this reviewing, what's come out of it? Are they More just reviews? still reviews? Let me, let me yeah. tell you what came out of it. What yeah. came out oh, of it? good, good. Here's what came out of it. 
These regulators impose such heavy sanctions on One United, <clears throat> requiring it to raise capital, tighten its lending policies, avoid over-concentrating <laughs> its investments, and rein in executive compensation, including halting payment on Cohe's beach house and selling the Porsche <laughs> it has supplied him. That will take care of the whole problem. Wow. That was heavy. That's heavy. Wow. They took his Porsche away and they said, we're not paying for your beach house anymore. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. <laughs> that, that, that's what they did. The regulators, that's what they did. They regulated. They regulated. So it's okay until you get caught. So he, he went from a Porsche to a Kia. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No more picking up chicks in Newport Beach there, buddy. So no one gets any kind of, oh my God. They don't even get a slap on the hand. Hallelujah, brother. But it gets better. You want, you want to hear about how Charlie's doing? No. Oh, Char- Charlie oh, Rangel. Charlie. Charlie, oh. Charlie's being backed up by his constituents and his Democratic Party. Yeah, that's right. He is, and he deserves to be he's the man. He's he the man. He's he the man. He's the man that gives everybody everything for free, my man. <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Charlie Rangel. <laughs> So it only that's gets better, doesn't it? That's right. Yeah. Now, you accept a crack, 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 and came out and dealt with the Bible, what's that, the Rangel, and went to pack that full form, form, and pack that stuff to say before you quit. You get that? Hmm? <laughs> Hallelujah, brother. I understood every word. You should see Mark's face. My God, he's possessed. <laughs> I am. Charlie Rangel just entered my body. That's what happened. Yeah, those lips are just a little big for you to flap around. You couldn't use them right. New York Democrats rally around Representative Charlie Rango at a New York fundraiser. Charlie! I love you. I love you. He was tainted by ethics charges, Mark. Tainted. Tainted. <laughs> I've been to a lot of funerals, and this damn sure isn't a funeral, Charlie said to loud cheers. Woohoo! Yahoo! How come I wasn't invited, Charlie? <laughs> Hundreds of supporters crowded into the Grand Ballroom at Manhattan's Plaza Hotel for the fundraiser. Wow, that must be expensive. Yes, Thinking well. they were in the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> it was Cari- <laughs> it was a Caribbean theme. Yes. <laughs> yeah, bananas and pineapples and bikini chicks. Where the white right? women at? Bring that sand in. Where the white women? Carmen Miranda dancers. Oh, and they were and they and they were there, and, and it was there. all tied to Charlie's 80th birthday party. So they all got tied up together and jumped overboard. Good he to was the end. You, he was <laughs> jubilant as he moved through the crowd, joined by his jubilant. daughter, singer, jubilant, singer, oh, jubilant, and singer. <laughs> they misspelled it here. They, I'm sorry. I only read what. <laughs> I was wondering what jubilant was. Oh, and singer Dionne Warwick led the crowd in serenading him to her hit song. That's what friends are for. <laughs> <laughs> It can't be written any better, you know? Yeah, just give me more money and I'll be your fucking friend. You know, if you want a reality TV show, go to the Democrats and watch them in action. This is it. Oh, God. Oh, God, this is funny. I didn't even know she was still alive. We should play. (laughs) We gotta play her song. Anyway, the show of public support for Charlie among the state's highest officials was the most striking element of the evening, given that many of them, including U.S. Senators Charles Schomer and Kristen Gillibrand and gubernatorial candidate Andrew Cuomo, will face voters in November. Wow. How, how, how could they be jubilant at a time like this? 
If a, a House Ethics panel has accused Charlie, the former halfway the means committee chairman, of a, using official stationery to raise money for a college center bearing his name. Oh, and that's they, the worst they can tell and us? And also, they delaying tax payments on income and a rental unit in the... No, whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, Spell that out again. Okay. R-E-N-T-A-L. Because yeah. you are being nailed by the IRS, <laughs> so let's find out how Charlie seems to get around it. It's called a blowjob. wrangles. He wrangles, he wrangles it. around it. Yeah, he gets around. He gets around everything. Delaying tax payments on income, a on a rental unit in the Dominican Republic, failing to file his financial disclosure statements on time, and operating rent stabilized apartments in New York, including one he used as a campaign office, and they rally around him. Oh, but everybody, hey, let me tell you something, people in Harlem. You don't pay your fucking taxes. That IRS is going to come down on your ass. But you know what? Let me tell you what you do. You call up Chang and Charlie, because Charlie represents you, and Charlie will take care of this problem for you. When he gets back. From the Dominican yeah. Republic. Doesn't matter if it's two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> he will take care of you. Cause he feels your pain. He feels your pain. <laughs> yeah. He'll take you to the Caribbean. Charlie delivered for this nation. He carried the banner for the people who are left long left behind and forgotten. Who? I was left along behind. Who? Anybody been forgotten? His voice has always been a powerful voice. Hey, ah! brother! I've never even heard Hello, of him. Hello, brother! I've never heard of him either. That's because he's been wrangling down there. He was in, in February when uh, Mark brought this up, when he was <laughs> wrangling himself down in the, the, the Dominican Republic. Anyway, uh, Senator Schomer spoke of working with Wrangle for three decades. He is somebody who has always... that yacht. Okay. He is, <laughs> he is somebody who has always cared, always New York in his veins, and always been there for the district, city, and state. We are so grateful. Because because of the perks that he gets, he's a fucking millionaire. And we sit in his yacht at our computers. Well, you know what? <laughs> Not everyone showed up at the plaza. Was oh. a Wrangle fan. Oh, you mean Sarah Palin wasn't there? Yeah, That's Sarah not. wasn't there. And Mark wasn't there. The Maverick, Maverick wasn't, wasn't there. The Maverick wasn't there. <laughs> and a handful of protesters showed carrying signs urging Charlie to step down, prompting New York City Mayor David Dinkins to make an obscene gesture at them. David Dinkins Dinkins. Dinkins. Now listen to this. And a handful of protesters (laughs) showed up carrying signs urging Charlie to step down, prompting former New York City Mayor David Dinkins to make an obscene gesture at them. Fuck you. How about that? Show me that obscene gesture. I mean, this is a free country. You can protest anything you want. What do you think they would do to us? Just because you lifted a finger. My God. The fundraiser emerged (laughs) as a test of political loyalty to Charlie, the dean of the state's (laughs) congressional delegation. It came just a day after he delivered an impassioned speech on the House floor, insisting he would not resign despite the pending allegations. So he was on the House floor as he was sitting. I'm going to make a prediction. Okay. Mark's prediction. He wins the election, hands down. They said earlier, he is going to win it. Yeah. People in Harlem don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's because they can't read and write. No, they don't have TVs or televisions or <laughs> the internet. Is, well, they, that there too. They can't afford a Verizon. Very expensive. Well, hell, I can't Remember either. I you can't either. It's <laughs> 200 bucks a month. That's right. Remember when I told you when they weren't going to have the little antennas anymore? Mm, yeah, all, I all know. You know how many buckets of TV? chicken that could buy me? Now, we got to talk about one of our uh, other favorite people that we're going to move on. We're yeah, going to take a break and move on. Okay, one this, more. So, this is really going to upset everybody. Okay. The Reverend Al Sharpton, for his part, directed his criticism toward the media, which he said had waged a campaign against Charlie. Because he's... Black. We showed up for Charlie because Charlie has always showed up for us, Al said. Don't oh. on your cameras off and don't put your notepads down. You have started and executed a political execution. <laughs> Look at the allegations, Mr. Sharp. Allegedly. You Christian? Moron. Two bangs, other women. We'll be right back. Sit down. I've got a little Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, yes, yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Okay, we're back. 
after our show. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Some sort of uh. break. Anyway, Charlie, happy birthday, buddy. My head hurts. I love you. Dion Warwick, we love you too. That's what friends are for, honey. Going back to the early 70s, 1970. Early? Yeah, Doobie Brothers, yeah. I could be a classic rock DJ. with the queers dance to now. <laughs> At the reception hall. At the reception hall. <laughs> no, that's been halted. They should have, Charlie should have hired these guys. Listen to the music. Listen to that music, motherfucker. Anyway. Listen to RenegadeTalk.fm where we don't sugarcoat shit. shit. And we tell you the way it is. And if you don't like it, fuck you. We don't really care. And uh, people need more of this. And uh, our emails are saying that, that they and everybody loves the show. They want to hear the real truth of what's going on because the ostrich media, Mark and Marla, and we all know this, won't say a fucking word about any of this stuff. They just report that Maxine's in trouble with the fucking Treasury Department. And, and that there's no details. No details. they show her big ass face. Yeah, and they show her big ass face with her big lips and that's the end of it. <laughs> and they don't say anything about why she's in trouble. What did she actually do? Who are the who are the players involved? So we here at Renegade. Now thank, we know. Thanks to Mark and uh, bringing up these stories that need to be told to the American people, and we are here to tell you and to be part of the American culture of telling you the absolute God's truth, and then let a federal judge decide who's fucking who here. Allegedly, Allegedly we'd like yes. to also thank you for reading it, Rich. Oh, okay, yes, thank you very much, Marlon. You're very welcome. Anyway, one of the uh, things we want to talk about, and then we're going to take off here, is Senator Levin. He was. Uh, we did a story on him when it was a real shitty day on Renegade and it was a <laughs> shitty day on the internet when uh, he interviewed the five uh, losers from Goldman Sachs. From that shitty Who was deal? that fruity tootie guy? Who was that guy? Well, the one guy looked like an alien. He looked like an alien, yeah. And the like Senator- an Italian huh? mafia. Yeah, Italian, yeah, yeah. He, he looked like an alien. <laughs> He's scary looking. Anyway, they, uh, they, Senator Levin required them to come down in uh, D.C. to um, talk in front of Congress or the Senate about their uh, allegations. Shitty deal. Shitty deals. Or their, <laughs> yeah, he actually had the fucking email that said shitty deal. We so they, I'm saying. Yeah, they were pushing, Live, pushing out. Man, yeah, they were, they were pushing out <laughs> shitty deals to investors. Anyway, Levin now, and this is the guy who uh, actually was trying to get in to find out what was really going on with Goldman Sachs. With sure, shitty, he was. Yeah, he was with the <laughs> shitty deals. Anyway, he was hit with a pie <laughs> at a Big Rapids event. Two of the protesters pie, yeah. allegedly involved in hitting Senator Carl Levin with a pie on Monday were arrested last year while protesting U.S. war policy at the <laughs> senator's office in Lansing, Michigan. One protester, Alam Moshin, a Michigan State you know, What kind of pie does his mother make? Apple pie. I don't know, say what pie kind of pie it was. Oh, it was an apple pie. Yes, Mark. Thank mm. you. Uh, well, some people do say oh, apple pie. Uh, from Michigan State University, a senior from Coldwater was arrested and faces arraignment today on felony charge of stalking as well as misdemeanor counts of assault and disorderly conduct. Big Rapids police said she is accused of throwing the apple pie at Levin after her friend Max Cantor made a lengthy statement at a public event at Pepper's Cafe in Delhi. I know that place. <laughs> in Big Rapids. And she grabbed an apple pie while he was making his Fuck long, you. long speech. <laughs> I always wanted to get hit. People are getting so physical. Let's go have a pie fight on the beach with just like whipped cream and... and some poor Democrats are getting beaten up. <laughs> Let's go throw pies at some Democrats. Well, it's, uh, now, Senator Levin was not hurt in the pie-throwing incident. Oh, God, I was God. worried about that. I was worried about that, too. Wow. He is more willing to Here's hear from people who disagree with me, he said, but they didn't hurt me. <laughs> Just send them a pie. Send anyway. them to a uh, townhouse meeting. Send them a pie. I find this to be absurd. 
absurd. What you? Absolutely absurd. Yes. I, I, I don't think they should be throwing pies at him. Oh. No, he should have threw a pie back at him. He looked That's hungry. Right. He looked hungry. <laughs> he, looked hungry. Was, you know, he is kind of fat, isn't it? It was an unfair fight. No one gave him his pie. Anyway. <laughs> I think the person slipped. <laughs> oh, and it just, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah that's go. my defense. And he was approaching the podium. You know what? He was approaching the podium, and it slipped out. Yeah. We are now officially the three stooges. Thank yeah, you very much, Mark. Well, the emails we will be getting on this show should be quite interesting. Anyway, uh, Renegade Nation, listen. You know, we try to tell you exactly what's going on. Other people, uh, radio personalities, talk radio, especially in this country, do try to do the same thing. We they just douche? Take, yeah, we... Huh? You said they douche. They, they douche. <laughs> do they do douche? I know you douche. That, I'm was, sorry, a, I'm, that was a plug. I'm, I'm kind of tired from laughing through this whole thing. Yeah, my stomach hurts. I know, I'm so crazy. But anyway, we do uh, recognize that you need to know what's really going on. The ostrich media, Marla, the ostrich media does not give the whole story. Uh, Certain talk show hosts in this country do, and you should listen to them, of course, listen to us to know exactly what's going on, who these people are actually dealing with, what is the back back room dealing that's going on that you don't know, and uh, people to start to accuse other people of things that they really don't know anything about because of the way the media which is the ostrich media, projects it out there so today. So get educated and listen to Renegade. And get educated listen to Renegade. And, of course, I'm not going to mention any, any other players, but you know who they are, and you should listen to them. There are people out there that want to save this country. There are people out there that want to make sure that everything's uh, fair and square and not <laughs> um, being thrown at you and then getting screwed over. And uh, that's what uh, part of this radio station is all about, plus being funny and having a good time and, st- and, and trying to enjoy that's it. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> we just like to have a good time and tell, tell like it is. And we get this uh, from very reliable sources. Sources. It's called the yeah. internet. Um, what the fuck is the internet? Mark's computer. Yeah, Mark's computer. My, my mom sends it to me. Yeah, his mother. She's On my email. Yeah. She's 87 and yeah. sends it over. <laughs> well, she uses... Um, Read this, Mark! What, what? She uses, um, you know... What? Sign language? No. <laughs> For when you're blind? Mm. Braille. No, I don't no. want to even get into that. Don't get into that. That's that's a, that's a private matter. I, that's a private I, I, matter. I have a backroom meeting. Everything's with, private. I have a back. I, why is it private? I have a backroom meeting with you later. Oh God! Mm. Look at her picture. Then you'll oh, see why I'm in the back room. Is it? Oh, I forgot yeah, anyway. that. Anyway, if you'd like to email us, renegadetalkfm at gmail.com. Again, renegadetalkfm at gmail.com. Don't forget, coming Thursday, Cannabis Thursday, with our girl, Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis. Oh, yes. The queen of cannabis will be here with a special guest. And that special guest will be here to talk to us. Also, we probably will be getting into Prop 8, because Prop 8 has a lot to do with... No, it doesn't. That's special. That's special. <laughs> that's very, very special. They were all lined up to get married, and guess what? Nobody was there to marry them. Mm. They, they, they said no. No. Judgy. Now they have to go to Hawaii. Now go to Connecticut or wherever, Vermont or wherever they have it. Yes, Mark. Where's Georgie? Georgie who? Georgie Porgy? Georgie Porgy. Georgie Porgy. Anyway, we got to go. If you have any comments, like I said, renegadetalkfm at gmail.com. We are out of here. Bye.